All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. June 20th, you know, we are 10 days away from being halfway through the year. Hopefully, uh, you know, you're halfway to your goal or close to it. I would say eh, as long as you're like at uh, at least 40% of your goal right now, even, well, maybe even 35, if you really put your foot to the floor, you can still achieve your goal for sure. Okay, we are very fortunate today from our Summerlin office to have Mr. Gustavo Chavez. Mr. Uh, Gustavo, if you could hit star six on your phone now, then we can hear you, my man. All right, I'll unmute it. There he is. There he is. All right, Gustavo. So start off by just telling them a little about yourself, how long you've been doing this good stuff, and uh, just so they get an idea of who you are. Sure, sure. So my name is Gustavo Chavez. I'm uh, 46 years old. I have a couple kids, and I've been in Vegas since 2001. I started my career back uh, about nine years ago. It's almost going to be nine years. So um, I went to San Diego for a couple of years. Um, I worked with Century 21 out there. And then when I came back here, I, I joined right back with Berkshire Hathaway. But Berkshire Hathaway is actually the original office I signed here before I moved to San Diego. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my little short story on, on me and when I started in real estate. <laughs> okay, cool. Now, just curious, when did you go back to San Diego? How long ago was that? Uh, that was about six – well, actually, it was about eight years ago. So I started – I got my license – in California first, thinking that I would start mm-hmm. real estate there. Got my license, still living in Las Vegas. And then uh, my wife was my girlfriend at the time, said, hey, go ahead and uh, why don't you just get your license here while you, we move? So I did that. I signed with Berkshire Hathaway. And then a couple months later, I ended up moving to San Diego and I was there for about two and a half years. And then we moved back and then I reestablished my my license here. Um, so yeah, that's how, that's how it worked out. A couple of years ago, I, I was in San Diego, about seven, eight years ago. It's, it's funny you say that because right before I moved here, I lived in San Diego for a year. And everybody, when I first moved here, was like, you moved to here from San Diego? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I actually like it better here. I don't know about you, but I actually like it better here. Yeah, I tell my wife, you know, you see a lot of people like uh, walking and going to parks and stuff. And I said, well, yeah, what else are you going to do? You can't afford it. I mean, it's too expensive. <laughs> so, so um, <laughs> that's my little joke. I mean, but it is, it's a, it's a nice yeah. place. Um, you know, we lived on um, this area called Bankers Hill. So it's a lot of Victorian homes, a lot of hills there. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's probably like a quarter mile from the, from the bay. There's, you could see like the water and everything, but we lived yeah. in a tiny box, smelled like mildew. Um, and it was like 1500 bucks. And so, uh, yeah, you know, we, we yeah, had our experience. Yeah. I think experiences are awesome. Yeah, it's a part of life, but, uh, yeah. definitely it was, uh, it was fun for her. She loved it. And, but she would cry every night. Well, not, not really cry, but she would call me <laughs> to come out and meet her because uh, we, she couldn't find parking. So we had to drive around blocks for, you know, sometimes oh, for yeah. almost an hour trying to find a parking spot uh, just so we can walk back to our little apartment. So it was, it was interesting. Yeah. No, I loved it too. I lived right next to Moonlight Beach, and I was there for about a year. But I, I you know what? As a place to live full time, it's tough to be yeah. here because of everything you just mentioned: cost of living, traffic, all that good stuff. And and honestly, a place to sell real estate where you have incredible numbers. Las Vegas, right. you know, has a seven. You know, depending on I mean, at least a seven, if not eight percent turnover rate in most right. neighborhoods. Then you have, uh, you know, appreciating. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, all our markets are incredible. 
but uh, Las Vegas is a good one because of, you know, a lot of the people coming out of California are coming here and our other market in Phoenix. So you have it's just a really good trifecta uh, of, uh, you know, involvement with all these um, different markets. So, so, okay, so give them a little bit of your progression. I've, fortunately for me, I've been working with you for most of it, so I know your progression, but give them an idea because, you know, you were a little frustrated your first couple years and then you took off. So tell them a little about that. Yeah, so I, I like to... I'd like to just let everybody know that when I started, I mean, I, I worked in restaurants for close to 20 years. Um, I started in restaurants and I loved it. I enjoyed it. I fit my personality. I just, I just love taking care of people. Uh, really, it, you know, it, it was just a lot of fun. And, and I thought that you could make money just by, you know, smiling, knowing, knowing your product and just, you know, making people just have the best time ever. And I did, I mean, a, a good amount of money, but, um, when I got into real estate, I didn't bring any any skills over other than like you know you 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 get to know your market like you, you understand like there's homes out there right you look at the inventory and um, you know you bring your personality and you're you're excited to do it but the technology like pummeled me like I didn't know how to send an email like legitimately I didn't even know where to go I, I had a phone so everybody has a you know thousand dollar computer in their hand. I knew that you could send an email from your phone, but um, I didn't even know how. So the first time somebody asked me to send an email, I went to Google. I typed in how to send an email, and uh, it gave me this huge just uh, instructions, right? It was really large instructions on how to send an email, and it confused me even more. Then they asked me to uh, CC their assistant on there, and I went back and Googled that again. And again, there's this huge... Uh, you know, this large text of instructions. And then um, they asked me to uh, attach a PDF. And when they did that, I just realized that this probably wasn't the feel for me. I mean, I felt like the, like the biggest dummy ever. I mean, I don't think I'm dumb, but <laughs> I, I, just didn't, I just didn't know. And technology, people said, like, you've got to put your clients here and, you know, use the software for that. And I mean, the technology just kept coming and coming and coming and coming so fast that I just, it was so frustrating because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I was going to chase clients or if I was going to use technology. Like, what came first, the egg, you know, the chicken or the egg? And it was just really, really frustrating. So finally, one day, I just, I just said, oh, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to sell one, one house and I'm going to quit this because this is not for me. So um, my mindset shifted from um, trying to learn all this stuff to just, just get a client. Just get a client, um, go to an open house, meet somebody, uh, you know, use the spiel of, you know, when, when are you moving and, you know, what made you kick this area, you know, just go through it. And um, I met a couple in San Diego. They had a little girl. Uh, they were a military family. They were looking to buy a home. And they, they, they liked me maybe because they knew that I was new and, and that I was going to have all the time in the world for them. And so they, <laughs> we, we Good point. just – yeah, yeah. So we ended up hooking up, and uh, yeah, it took me a long time to get them into a house. I mean, I remember we saw a ton of houses. I got them into contract three times. The first two times they canceled, and then the third time they were about to cancel because there was a retaining wall out there. And in San Diego, everything or you know around the surrounding areas, there's there's hills everywhere, so uh, yeah. a lot of unusable land. So they'll tell you you've got a lot of uh, seven thousand square feet, but you're really sitting on 2,000 square feet and 5,000 of that sloping. So uh, there was a retaining wall down at the bottom to two neighbors. And, uh, you know, somebody had built that wall. And it looked like it was slightly leaning. But um, 
but yeah, I mean, long story short, they were getting canceled because of that. My broker jumped on the phone, helped me out. We got the deal closed. Right before the deal closed, um, there was another uh, person that I had met through the house that called me, and and they said, uh, they said, can you help us out? And I thought, you know what? While I'm closing this deal, I might as well just help this person out too. So I did, and again, they they probably hired me because you know I was new and I had a ton of time. And, uh, you know, they were a young couple and they had a little daughter too. And I helped them out. And then, um, little by little, you know, it just kind of, there was glimpses of like, you know, I can do this. So, uh, so I didn't quit. I closed those two deals, but I moved here to Las Vegas. So once I moved here to Las Vegas, I had a little bit of experience under my belt. I closed two deals. And, uh, and then I, uh, you know, hung out at the office for, but, Prior to closing those two deals, guys, it took me an entire year of doing nothing. Like, I did nothing. I just spent on marketing and, or, you know, all the fees and stuff. So I did absolutely nothing. So um, so when I got here, I just, um, you know, I, I went to the coaching meetings in the morning and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. role plays and stuff like that. But then I said, you know what, I've got a truck. Um, there's, there's tons of inventory, right? Well, there was more inventory. So what Back I did, then, yeah. I just, yeah. So what I did was I, I bought myself one of those little tables at Walmart and some chairs, and, uh, and a tablecloth, and I bummed a bunch of signs. I remember there was a, there were a couple of agents in there that were retiring. They said, "Hey, I've got some signs. So if you want them, just come by and pick them up." So I picked them up. Uh, Walt gave me, let me borrow some signs, um, and I just took them home. And my wife, she. She took her little cricket machine and she, you know, cut out the my name and phone number and we stuck them on those signs and I spray painted some of them to get rid of some of the other agents' uh, numbers on there and uh, we made them work and I threw them in the back of my truck. I put chairs, I put the table, uh, got a computer, and I just uh, every Sunday night I would just um, go online and look for a property that I would like to have for myself. So I looked for the single story home. Uh, three plus bedrooms with a three car garage in a no HOA area. Uh, I thought that would probably be, uh, you know, a home that most people would like, uh, you know, all walks of life. So that's what I looked for. Right. And I called the agents um, who were listing these homes and I asked them if they would let me do the open house. And they said, sure. And I asked them to let me do it the entire week. So Monday to Friday. Right. And even Saturdays. So, um, and I would do them, you know, 11 to five, 11 to six. Um, sometimes I do them earlier depending on how busy we got. And that's what I did. So I'd just go, get yeah. houses set up, you know, and ask them to put it on the MLS. And I would just uh, do Facebook Lives. Hey guys, I'm at this open house. Right. Or I'm going to this open house and check it out, come by and see me. And it took a, it took a couple months, really, to get any sort of momentum. But funny enough, um, you know, that staying away from the office, really, just that becoming my office, like, you know, homes becoming my office. Yeah. Uh, allowed me to do two things, which was uh, learn the inventory and then also meet people. If it was one person. Yeah. Day, and that was your, yeah, that was your form of prospecting. You went out, you did a little door knocking, you set up your sign. Cause I remember a lot of during our coaching calls, I'd be talking to you while you were putting up signs. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I'd be, you know, doing Facebook live, putting up signs because, you know, a lot of things happen, man. Your signs get run over. Um, you know, uh, balloons, you know, they they get all tangled up when it's windy. Um, you know, all kinds of things happen. People drive by, they honk at you. Uh, kids knocked over your signs. Like I saw a kid like drop kick, like one of my signs. It was hilarious. 
Man, I wish I would have got that on video. <laughs> but it was, you know, so a lot of things happen. Uh-huh. We're just recording it. You know, sometimes people want to watch that stuff. Um, you know, it's, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes, you know, it's it's boring. But I think just being present is really important. So that that's that's what I did. And, you know, people reached out to me from other states. You know, they said, hey, um, because they were friends of mine. Um, you know, so they would reach out and say, hey, you're still doing real estate. I see you all the time, you know, going to these houses. How's the market? And then they'd, they'd send clients over to me from other places because they thought that I was busy. They thought that I was, a, you know, a, a stellar agent because I was always working. But I was just trying to get I was just trying to get business, you know. Um, and it right. was just perspective, right? And that's what they mm. thought. So, so yeah. So well, you know, business. This, uh-huh. Yep. Oh, there's a lot of good messages in what you just said there. Okay. So number one is, um, you know, you got frustrated. You decided, okay, I'm going to do one deal and then I'm going to get out. And then you did another one. And all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I think I can do this. And, it's, and I think it's because you focused. You went to, I'm going to get a client and I'm going to sell them something. And then yeah. as soon as you did that a couple of times, then you said, okay, how am I going to get clients with an S at yeah. the end? And you just started doing, and, and, you know, now inventory is picking up again. So hopefully a lot of people on here, because the biggest excuse I get about open houses, I don't have a listing. Well, go get one. And until you have your own, do what, do what Gustavo did and talk to people in your office, okay, and do open houses for other people. And like you said, um, you know, you were there all week. It was your prospecting. It was your office. It was your, you know, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, you know, place you were going to be the whole week, and um, you, you did very well doing that, right? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, yeah, one of my best clients. So. We're still, we're, 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 um, we still do business. He still calls me, and um, he, he was actually uh, a guy who owned a house in a neighborhood that I did an open house for. Um, I, did an, I did an open house for an agent that was uh, part of a different company up in North Las Vegas, and it was way north like way north and um, Deer Springs and like 215. And uh, he said, hey, would you, it's so funny how people connect you to other people, right? So, you know, there was a guy who was like a mentor and he had reached out to me because he saw my Facebook live and I sat with him and had coffee and and he introduced me to this girl and she said, hey, would you do an open house for me? And I said, sure. It was a really nice house, but it was um, way up there and it was like priced pretty high. And, uh, and I went up there and I did the open house for the week. And this guy walks in, the only guy that walked in the entire week. He walks in and he says, what are you doing? I said, I'm doing an open house. And he said, but it's like the middle of the week. And I said, yeah. He said, yeah, I know. I said, I figured, you know, if people are out shopping, you know, I'm going to make it easy for them to find a home that they're looking for, you know, if this is the area that they're looking for. And uh, he uh, he started questioning me about the area. So, so before I did that area because I didn't know anything about that area. I went in and I looked at, you know, as much as I could demographics, um, you know, just Googled what I could. And, uh, and I started telling them, you know, Hey, this is, this is a great area. I mean, if you, if you look at the demographics, you know, the schools, if you look at the, the income of, of the households in here, you wouldn't think, you wouldn't think that, you know, that this price, cause he asked me about the price. I said, but this price is actually fair price for this market, even though it may seem that way, but you know, it's got a lot of, a lot of pros out here, you know, and once people find that out, they're going to come rushing over here. And, he, you know, he was like, okay, okay, okay. And that house, house went under <laughs> contract that week. And then he calls me. Nice. He goes, hey, I want, to, I want to sit down with you. He said, I want to sell a couple of properties. And I was like, okay. I never, actually, I'd never, I'd never sold the property before. I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd listed a property yet. Actually, yes, I had. I'd listed one property before. 
But he said, hey, I want to sell a couple of properties. And I sat down with him and we talked. And it was just all the information that I gained. I didn't become smarter. I just I just got some ammunition, I guess, you know, to, for conversation. Right. And, uh, and that really helped me. So you did we, your homework. Yeah, we, I did my homework, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't that hard. I mean, you know, I, it was just memorization of certain things and, and realizing mm-hmm. that I know more than they do. You know, sometimes they sound like they know more, but, you know, we're in it. So, I mean, it, it helped they're me a lot. They're testing you. Yeah, yeah. T- he, yeah he came to the open house to test you, and he's like, that's interesting, an open house during the week. This must be a go-getter. I'm going to go in and check them out. And, and then you, you know, you gave him some good information. You know, you drop some knowledge on him. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah. okay. And then he sees it sells. And he's like, okay, I'm going to call Gustavo. And, and, you know, and so there's so many messages in what you just went through. One of them is the universal message is if you do productive stuff and you do it for a while, because you, like you said, open houses, it took a little while to catch, right? That's like the yeah. universe testing you to make sure you're going to keep showing up. You keep showing up, boom, stuff happens. So tell us, did he list, how many properties did he list with you? Uh, so that year we ended up listing two properties, and they were they were good they were good uh, uh, price properties. Then um, he nice. ended up buying. Yeah, then he ended up um, the next year. He said, "Hey, I'm gonna buy a house for my my in laws." So I ended up selling uh, their house that they were living in, which was his that house, and mm-hmm. then moving them into a new property. And just recently, he just called me and he said, "Hey." Um, I want to, and, and here's the funny part. He did not use me when he bought his son's brand new home because Lennar was right. was, uh, was a new build, and Lennar wasn't paying us anything, and he knew that. So right. he he's like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna get this great deal from Lennar. But then when he went to sell, he called me, and he could have done one of those like you know, uh, uh, open door offer up or whatever. But he called me, and this year he called me up and he said, hey man, I want to sell that property. So I was like, cool. So we ended up selling that property. So all in all, I think I've sold about uh, probably five, five or maybe six Deals properties. Yeah. Ahead. And it's and it's only been a couple of years that I've known the guy. So it's like, right. it's, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you never know when you're being, and I can tell you, I, I in my real estate career, I have a lot of stories just like that, where um, you're in the right place at the right time, and then you're doing the right stuff, and the right stuff happens. You know, it's not yeah. like... Uh, you know, and, and, and I think it's because you made a decision to start being as proactive and as, uh, you know, doing things that cause you to have deals happen. You just got into the high billable hour activities. And then give them a little idea, Gustavo, is what happened since then. Like, what are you doing now? Like, I know you're doing some of the, you know, you have your own properties and you're doing some, um, tell them what you do up to now. I think it'd be good for them to hear. Yeah, so um, so we've, we've really focused now on kind of our, our uh, portfolio. So we've we've bought a few properties, uh, sold one to buy two, bought two this year. Um, took one that we uh, were living in and you know moved out of that one and started an Airbnb. Um, helped our in-laws buy another one up north. Uh, turned it into an Airbnb. So my wife is now managing that. Um, we just bought one that's close to the airport. Uh, we're doing a 30-day plus rental because it's still not legal to do Airbnbs in unincorporated Clark County. Um, but we're waiting on that one. So we're, you know, we're, we're definitely investing more into, into our portfolio. We, we also bought some land up in Utah. So we're, you know, we're hiring a contractor. We, we have hired a contractor to build us a cabin up there. So it could be like a second home, but it's also going to be an Airbnb because it's 
yeah. available to do up there. But Duck Creek is, you know, close enough to Vegas. It's kind of like a big bear in California. So if you know big bear, it's, you know, small, small little community, cute community. Winters are great and all kinds of amenities. So, um, so yeah, we're doing that. So we're just trying to make more time for the family to be able to be more, um, more available. So, so definitely that's what we've been doing now um, as far as, as our focus. It's just to, just to create more passive income, more passive income in that manner. So, and then, and then with that, um, you know, comes a lot of our repeat clients that are looking to do the same thing. So they see mm-hmm. that we have an Airbnb, we post those on Facebook, um, and then they want to do that. So, and then there's clients from other, there's other agents that don't want to deal with them that call me and say, hey, you know, will you help our client buy a home and then help them with the Airbnb process? So there's business begets business, I guess, if that's a yeah. terminology. Well, you but specialize yeah. now. You kind of specialize. That's, uh, that's good. Uh-huh. Cool. Well, that's all great stuff. Now, so, okay, so I'm a new agent or I'm an agent trying to take it to the next level based on your experience now, Gustavo. Tell them the three most important things you'd, tell, you know, you'd have you focus on. Um, definitely just be consistent on whatever it is that you're going to do. So don't get distracted. Don't, don't grab a deal and then just focus on that deal and then, you know, uh, forget about prospecting. So prospecting Very good be, point. be the most easiest thing. Like for me, it was just open houses. So even though I had a deal, I would still do my open houses. And, um, you know, uh, so because I had to continue to fill in that, that pipeline. So, just don't forget, you know, if you get three or four deals, five deals, you feel, you feel overwhelmed, don't forget about it because those deals will close and then you'll, you'll be running out to get more. Um, that be, that would be one. Um, two, I guess mm-hmm. it would be just try to stay on top of, uh, <laughs> try to stay on top of all the transactional stuff. Like, you know, go to your, go to your uh, Tuesday, Tuesday meetings because um, they're going to give you a lot of information. Like, um, you know, you're going to, you're going to see like new builders come in or builders come in and talk about incentives. Um, it'll, it'll give you a boots on the ground um, information or it'll give you that boots on the ground knowledge so that when you're talking to people and they say, Oh no, this is happening or whatever you say, well, yeah, you know, but the builders are, this is what's happening with the builders because you'll know right offhand what's happening. And then when it comes to lending, you have a lender, they'll talk about rates, they'll talk about new programs, so you have that information. So you're not constantly having to dig that information up. It'll give you ammunition. You just go to the Tuesday meetings, um, and that will help you a ton. And then three, just mm. stay stay consistent with your with your follow-ups. You know, um, just because somebody tells you, hey, that they're ready to buy today, and you call them and they, they don't come in, they don't come in. Don't get frustrated with them. You know, just keep setting up an appointment. Just keep setting up appointments. And that to me is the most important thing when I was doing open houses is I would try to set up, you know, at least two or three, like, meetings, like, face-to-face uh, weekly. Whether it was with the lender, whether it was with an escrow company, whether it was with the client or a potential client, it didn't matter. I just needed to sit down with somebody, have a face-to-face conversation because they knew somebody, right? They had their they had their list of people that I didn't know and that if I sat down with them enough or I sat down with them at least once and sold myself, talked to them, um, you know, build a relationship with them. Um, maybe not today, but, you know, a month, a year, they're going to come back and they're going to say, hey, I've got this client. So to me, it was just, it was that easy, you know, just, just try to set up an appointment 
with those people that you meet because you never know that that person might bring you business. And it, like I said, it didn't matter, you know, who it was. Um, if somebody reached out to me and said, Hey, we've got this great product, you know, we want to offer you, you know, we're this lending company. I'd say, sure. I'd sit down with them. And, and then I'd say, you know, in order for me to trust you as a lender, you know, I got to, I got to prove to you, I got to know how your process works. So why don't you send right. me one of your clients and let me take care of them. Let me put them under contract. And then I'll see the lending side during the transaction. You'll be able to close the deal. And then once that's done, then I can trust you and I can refer you out to my client. And so I turn right. the tables on them. And, Very and, good people point. Would, and lenders would, uh, lenders would send me clients. So, you know, there's, there's, there's so definitely those three things I think really helped me out a ton. Wow. All good points, my man. All good points. Yeah. You know, it's been, it's been, it's been fun working with you the whole time too, you and Michelle and you know, the, uh, you guys have worked together as a wonderful team too. I think everybody should know that too, because you guys work together as a team and it's, and it's very helpful if you can do that. Not everybody can, you guys can. <laughs> so that's good. Right. Cause you yeah. guys, you guys, cause she is, She's like, you know, organized and does, you know, all the stuff that you mentioned were, were trouble for you. And you are the people person out there putting deals together, the salesperson. So it works out really well, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. That's definitely, uh, the real estate has definitely taught me a lot about um, even marriage because, uh, you know, if you pick a right partner, you know, um, it, your life is going to be a ton easier and you're going to be able to get to places and you'll be able to you know uh, uh have fun with it right you know, i'll be stressed um and it's still stressful and stuff but but it's getting easier and and definitely you know there's there's uh there's things that i want to get done i just don't know how to do them so i just tell i just tell my wife hey i want to i want to do this and she's like okay and then she just takes care of it. she just tells me this is what i need to do <laughs> and that helps you know that helps a ton so i'm i always tell people i can move like really heavy objects you know, um, that's as far as my intelligence goes. Um, but as far as like my, <laughs> my wife, she'll take care of the technical stuff, right? So, uh, you know, yeah, she's smart lady. Move. yeah. So I mean, that works out for both of us. So, yeah, and she's smart. She's she's obviously a beautiful lady, and you have wonderful, gorgeous children too. So it's absolutely, you know, when you can do the mix. You know, and like I said, not everybody can. You guys are really good at it, which is in probably the biggest gift of out of everything you guys do together is that you can do all this together as a team, and it works out really well. So congratulations. And it's all smoke and mirrors, Rick. Um, we, we, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we just present. We yeah. just present what we want people to see. But it's tough on the yeah, background. And, but I and, appreciate and, that. And, and that's the Facebook life, right? You guys are really good. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, that you mentioned is you put you guys put a lot of stuff on Facebook. Everybody knows in, Instagram. You guys, everybody knows what's going on. You're constantly being cons consistent with it, which really helps out. And you put personal life on there, too, which I think is helpful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you got to kind of move and shift with the markets, you know. Before, before when I was doing Facebook Live eight years ago, I think, um, you know, it's kind of one of those things like, my kids wouldn't be on there. They would say like, God, dad, that's like really old, you know, old people are on Facebook, but those were the, that's what the audience I was looking for. Right. I wasn't looking for somebody right. who didn't have, didn't have a job, was young, living with parents. I was looking for somebody who was like trying to move up in their life. And, you know, if they use Facebook live, fantastic. But, um, right. but now it's like really congested and not that it's not that it's bad to do. I mean, I think you, you have to do everything, but but I think you have to pick and choose what you're going to do and then just stay consistent with it, you know, stay in front of people and that's it. Right. 
That's the key, my man. Well, perfect. We're at time right now. I really appreciate you, Gustavo. Gustavo Chavez from the Summerlin office. If you guys have referrals, send them his way. Uh, California, Arizona, we have all kinds of wonderful people on the call today. And oh, it'll be awesome. on my podcast forever, so they can listen to it forever. So thank you very much for taking out 30 minutes today, my man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you. You guys have a good day. All right. You too, man. All right, everybody. We'll do this again in a week. Thank you for your time, everybody. Bye. Bye, Gustavo. Bye. All right, see you.